0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you
1: did.
2: Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox.
1: Radio that makes you think. This is the Brian Kilmeade Show. When are we going to stop putting up with the idiots in this country and just say, you now, it's mandatory to get vaccinated. F*** them. F- their freedom. I want my freedom to live. I want to get out of the house already. I, I want to go next door and play chess. I want to go take some pictures. This is both. Bull-
2: so that's a little of Howard Stern of late, uh, the most famous successful radio personality in my lifetime possibly ever. Uh, who's been unlistenable, because all he does is talk about sitting in his basement and uh, ducking COVID, wearing masks. And if you don't wear it, you're a terrible person. If you're uh, Novak Djokovic, uh, the best tennis player in the world, who got kicked out of the Australian Open, you should be banned from all tennis. Uh, as is uh, Kyrie Irving, same thing. If you're not vaccinated, he hates your guts. What happened to this guy? Bobby Barak wrote a column on this. It's in Outkick. Uh, Bobby, welcome back.
0: Brian, thanks for having
2: me. So, Bob, first off, what, when did you realize that Howard Stern went over the edge?
0: Yeah, Brian, like you had just mentioned it. This is the guy that's known as the most successful radio host ever. At least, you know, it's between him and Rush Limbaugh. And so many people turn to Howard Stern. It's just sort of like this voice for reason. He's always been the guy that challenges the man. Now he's become such a shill for the government and the big pharma. And people have been asking over the past two years, what happened to Howard Stern? And I really noticed it this past year when the vaccines came out because this is a guy who thinks that, you know, vaccines are bulletproof. When you get the vaccine, you're good. You'll be good forever. But if you don't get the vaccine, not only is he calling for your job – He's called for the government to step in and punish these people. He demanded that the U.S. government step in and make sure Kyrie Irving can't work anywhere. He even called for people to be arrested for not getting the vaccine. And that's obviously not normal behavior By any account, Howard Stern has become exactly the person he spent decades mocking. It's really unbelievable to see the evolution of his career go so far south because right now he's a shell of what he used to be. Cut
2: 31. More from Stern.
1: Anyone who's unvaccinated and needs to be in the hospital for COVID, they should just say, no, we're sorry. We told you to get vaccinated and you didn't. So you're done. That's it. Go home. And uh, take that horse uh, dewormer. Good luck to you. It's
2: ivermectin, and he has become just a left-wing Democrat. Remember, you know, he was talking about I don't want to get involved, Hillary or, or Donald Trump. Donald Trump was the best guest he ever had, and now he mocks him nonstop. It's because he's hanging out with Jimmy Kimmel and all the Hollywood elite. That's something he used to mock.
0: Yeah, Brian, and, and I think the big thing here is that people say, well, you know, COVID scared Howard Stern. But I say in my columnist, I don't think COVID necessarily ruined Howard Stern. It was COVID hysteria that did this to him. Like, I think the best way to put it, if you believed or believe everything that CDC, Dr. Fauci, CNN, Joe Biden, the New York Times, NPR. If you believe everything that they have told you about COVID, you're obviously not going to be in a healthy state because they've told us so many lies. They've made things so extreme that, of course, you're going to be sitting in your basement scared. I mean, that first soundbite you played, Howard Stern says, I just want to go to my neighbor's house and play checkers. Well, Stern's facts. So is his neighbors. He's admit that over and over again. There's nothing stopping Stern from going to play checkers with his fully vaxxed neighbors. But the media consumption that he consumes, the politicians and medical experts that he fouled listens to and reefs, they're telling him that he's still not safe, that these unvaccinated heathens are such a threat that they're killing people. I mean, th- If our leaders and medical experts would just come out and tell us the truth about this, that, look, there are people that are vulnerable that should get the vaccine, but there are some healthy people that have questions. And by and large, most people are still able to go out and live their lives. How we're starting to think that because people like Fauci and the CDC, they won't admit that's the case because they don't want to relinquish that power. I find that pretty sad.
2: Remember Aaron Rodgers, too. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he hated. He went off after Rod Rodgers because he, he was immunized, but he wasn't vaccinated, and then he came out, and he had it, and it was a big controversy. He went after him. Here he is going after Djokovic. Cut 32.
1: That's not whatever his name is. I call him the Joker. They should throw him right the out of tennis. That's it. You should be out of tennis. He doesn't care about anyone else. His statement was getting vaccinated is a private decision. You shouldn't be mandated. Stay away from other people. You could infect
0: other people. Stay home because you don't
1: want it. Well, that's like saying smoking is a private decision. Well, that's true. But don't smoke in my face. What a dummy. Just a dumb, big, dumb tennis player.
2: Really a dummy? Uh, There's PhDs who don't want this vaccine. It's still unproven Uh, in many cases. I got vaccinated. That's my choice. But the hatred for the unvaccinated is led by somebody who's looked at as edgy. Since when? If if Donald Trump had... Been uh, got four more years as president. Do you really think he'd be going to bat for this vaccine?
0: No. I mean, what was so fascinating about this is people like Howard Stern and Lopie Goldberg and the rest of the U.K. They were skeptical of the vaccine when Howard Stern, or when Donald Trump was still in office and he was pushing it with Operation Warp Speed. But as soon as he got out of it and Joe Biden became an advocate of it, all of a sudden now they say this thing is mandatory. It's the only way you can protect yourself. It's the only you know true way to keep on living. And and you just listen to Stern the way he talks about the, um, the tennis player and Rogers and Kyrie Irving and he even went after Oprah Winfrey. I mean, this demonization of the unvaccinated has only furthered the cultural and societal divide in the country. I mean, we have it right now where, like, before it seemed like the left and right couldn't get along. Now it's like the vaccinated and the ones that still have some hesitancy, they're no longer on the same team. And, Brian, I don't think we can keep going on in a society where everything's your team, my team. If you're on the wrong team, you're the villain. You should be punished. I mean, look – Personal health decisions should not dictate which team you're on. Why are we on teams right now based on vaccination status? I mean, we already went down this dangerous road a couple years ago after the death of George Floyd. It was like, well, are you pro-BLM? Are you anti-BLM? Nobody even has a chance to consider their options because they have to so quickly identify which side they're on. You can't keep going on like this.
2: Absolutely not. i got two more topics to get to. One, the, the whole calculus has changed. Uh, final thought. You might say, well, Howard Stern's saying the more responsible thing. Yeah. What about this variant? This variant uh, is not get, uh, this, this vaccine does not block this variant. A booster doesn't block the variant. Look at Whoopi Goldberg. She got the variant. Dr. Nicole Sapphire weighed in on that. Things have changed. He should change. Cut 29. Omicron has really forced everyone to rethink COVID, and especially when we're talking about the OSHA mandate, that is based on old data, pre-Omicron data, at a time when vaccines had over 90% ability to prevent symptomatic illness. At that time, yes, the far majority of people who were transmitting the virus were unvaccinated, but that is not the case anymore, Shannon. Now that has dropped to less than 30%, and while you can have a boost from getting a booster, that is short-lived. So right now, you have vaccinated, boosted and unvaccinated, transmitting the virus. So we're all transmitting it, Booster negligible. They're already talking about a fourth and fifth shot. So real quick, uh, I want to pivot, if I can, to what's happening with this Golden State Warriors and the Beijing Olympics set to start February 4th. Uh, This owner came out and said this about the Muslim Uyghurs, two million of which are in concentration camps, uh, in chains, having their organs harvested.
1: Nobody cares about what's happening to the weakers okay?
0: You you bring it up because you really what? care. And I think what that's nice that you cares? care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, telling you, really you a very care? hard... Wait, wait, I'm you're telling saying you personally very, don't care? I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth, okay? Of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line. I, I care about okay. the fact...
2: That- so this guy walked it back, not a word, Bobby, on ESPN. This is a non-story, even though he owns... He's part owner of one of the most ho- high-profile teams in sports.
0: Yeah, so a media monitoring service, which follows words and transcripts, they confirmed yesterday that ESPN has mentioned this story a grand total of zero times. It has not made their airwaves one time, not even for a news update. So clearly, either all these ESPN wokesters like Jalen Rose and Adrian Wojnarowski, who touch on all these social issues and claim they're bigger than basketball, either they're hypocrites or somebody from ESPN management is telling them not to cover this story. And I don't think people realize how big this story is because the headlines often say, "So far as you know, Warriors part owner says he doesn't care about Lakers," but. Really, he's saying he doesn't care about Chinese genocide. Brian, the U.S. Secretary of State declared about one year ago this time that. that that China is committing genocide against this group. This is the closest thing we have to modern-day Nazis. So this warrior's part owner is essentially saying, I don't care about modern-day Nazis. Don't bother me with it. I don't care. We're making a lot of money from China. Don't mess with our bottom line. I mean, that's the context of what he's saying. That's a monstrous type of comment. No question. And if he were to say that about any other group, I mean, the NBA would force him to relinquish his stakes immediately. Can you imagine if he came out and said, I don't care about George Floyd, doesn't involve basketball? He would be gone yesterday. Um, I think what he said is one of the more troubling sports statements I've heard that I can ever remember. And for ESPN, the number one sports network, by a mile to just completely ignore it, I mean, shame on them. And we should never take these guys seriously on any social topic if they're not going to condemn Mm -hmm. someone saying, I don't care about genocide.
2: Gotcha, Bobby. One one last thing. Here is what the media Leading up to today's 4 o'clock press conference, Eastern Time, with the President of the United States, this has been a – last week was a disastrous week, and I think this has been a disastrous year, especially with all the promises President Biden has made. But me saying that is maybe not a big news, but these people saying it is.
1: President Joe Biden has had a very tough week with setbacks uh, for his agenda, COVID complications and the Supreme Court blocking his vaccine mandate. One year in, Mr. Biden has the second lowest approval rating ever measured in the White House
2: and has never been less popular nationally.
1: 2022 is not exactly off to a good start for the Biden administration.
2: The country is frustrated. His party is frustrated. We're two weeks into a midterm election year, a few days away from his one-year anniversary of inauguration, and it is black. It is very dark for him right now. Now he's in the midst of what one famous children's book writer called a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad time. So Bobby's pretty excited. You know, Probably most people remember those voices of CNN and MSNBC. Uh, call, what happened? What's going on? Are they giving up on him?
0: Um, you just played that uh, montage of Meet the Press Open with the Chuck Todd. I got a text Sunday morning, Brian, around uh, 11 a.m. I was getting ready to watch the football game. So an industry source said, hey, did you catch Chuck Todd this morning? I said, no, I don't watch Chuck Todd. And like, he just crushed Biden. This is the hardest NBC and Meet the Press has ever come down on a Democratic president that we can ever remember. So I went and watched that segment online. I could not believe it. I could not believe it, Brian. I mean, Chuck Todd delivered this guy a fatal blow. I mean, he pretty much just said, not only is this guy failing as a president, I mean, he pretty much said he's off to one of the worst starts ever, which I agree with. But I've been saying that since the start. For someone like Chuck Todd to say it, that's pretty eye-opening. And you have to wonder where all this goes. I think a lot of people forget During the Democratic primaries, it was the Mainstream media and liberal pundits that actually questioned Biden's cognitive decline, right? They were pushing for Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, Elizabeth Warren. They didn't jump on the Biden bandwagon until it was between Biden and Bernie Sanders because they thought Biden would do better in a general election with Trump. So the, the media and Democrats, which I really consider the same group or at least the same ideology, is they've never totally been – Behind Biden, they've just used him because he was, he was in order sort of moderate. Yeah. They, they, they portrayed him as this moderate face, but really they want to use him for a radical agenda. So they have no loyalty to Biden. So I think as soon as they smell blood, they'll turn on this guy. But they got nowhere
2: people. to turn, Bobby. That's the problem. That's what's going to make it so interesting. We're going to watch the speech today and see if he can uh, try to get off year two to a better uh, start than year one ended. com is where you find Bobby's columns, also all over social media. Bobby Brock, thanks so much.
0: Hey, thanks so much, Brian. Talk soon.
2: You got it. When we come back, we find out if there's indeed more to know.
1: Educating. Thoughts? Entertaining. Enlightening. You're with Brian Kilmead.